Welcome back. Part two. Part two of the Joe Picks and NFL team. Elite eight playoff spectacular. On the right side of the bracket now. Two matchups left. We will flip a coin to pick it. Hey Siri, flip a coin. Heads. It's heads. So we're going to do the top matchup. Everybody go to the upper right hand corner of your matchup. And that is right. The Atlanta Falcons, the second seed, versus the tenth seeded Philadelphia, Philadelphia Eagles. Wow. All right. So the Eagles. Bird on bird violence. Let's do it. Yeah, that's right. The Eagles knocked off a zombie team. Then they knocked off the Chicago Bears. Yeah. To take on the Atlanta Falcons. Now, Joe, I know, I know, emails don't come into this. That was last round. But I must read an email for this category just because superfan Jay got in his email like one hour after we recorded. And as you'll see in the email, Jay's got a lot going on. So Okay, okay. And also, Jay, Jay deserves to have his voice heard. Well, Joe, it's really my voice and his words, but... Fair enough. It's a, it's a, that's a good one, considering my state. <laughs> um, are we... Just to do a quick check of where we are. Oh, yeah. Are we... Hold on. Are we, Dan? I hear something. I hear a rustling in the trees, some cicadas. Dude, I'm so a off firefly, my game. firefly, a banjo playing in the distance. Come on in. Yeah. It's warm and cozy. The southern corner of the NFC. Come on in. Our feuds are friendly. We clash without the animosity. NFC South Corner. The NFC South Corner. Pick the Saints. Sorry. That's sad. If superfan Jeff, the Wiz Khalifa of this podcast, only knew that his beautiful song was being used to prop up his Falcons, his... Hated Falcons. Well, you don't know what the content of this email is going to be. All right, let's go. And I will just note, it does feel like if it were Atlanta sweltering in the middle of the summer, I know exactly what it would feel like. This feels like NFC South Corner. I would like to be in that dome, that air-conditioned dome. From Superfan J. Guys, it's my most intense equine weekend of the year. It's three in the morning and the alarm is set for six. I should be asleep, but I just got back from the horse park. And my mind is reeling. Seeing as how you've already pretty much saved my life before, I can't help but return to the well that has so affected my mental stability. Dear God, I hope this email makes me sleepy. He can't sleep. He's got to get... He's so worried. Yeah. Before we get started with anything, let me give you the thesis of all of this shit. Joe, it's time to become a Falcons fan. There is a reason that they were a pre-podcast favorite. As much as that may make you want to distance yourself, I implore you to move this team on to the final episode. I'm not going to waste our time discussing the why. Just think about the Atlanta Chargers. We are the us of our conferences. We are the us of our conferences. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I get it. Because, like, us. Like, him and I. He's speaking to me right now. Okay, well. We're the us. Like, Chargers and Falcons are the same. I wasn't sure if he was saying, like, we are the U.S. of our conferences, but I don't think that makes sense either. Well, is his email in all caps? I can see how that might be confusing. (laughs) (laughs) Think about how great it would have felt if Rivers had won a ring. Matt Ryan is the Rivers of the NFC, just with 12 less kids. (laughs) Jump to a place that is familiar and represents what could have been. You deserve it, and we deserve it. Let's achieve it together. I want to go on... But I have a horse show in four hours, and on top of that, my sister gets married tomorrow afternoon. Jeez. Wow. What a day. <laughs> what a day. Is he in the wedding? I mean, go to a horse show and then have to, like, get a tux on? I don't even know Take what a horse pictures. show is, to be honest. Are they selling horses, or is it like um, is it like a Las Vegas show? Do the horses do something? Well, horses must do something. Well, it's I a mean, show. Wait, but, like, do they do tricks? I mean, they might jump over stuff. I've seen that on, like, the Olympics. But, it, no, but is it like, okay, hold on. No, no, this is what I'm asking. Is it like a horse show, like a Las Vegas show, where the horses are performing? Or is it like a horse show, like a car show, where you're selling cars? Like a car show, the cars don't, like, jump, like, like go up ramps to, like, hoops of fire. A car show, you just go and look at cars. They're not selling horses. So, he's the horses are doing tricks? 
Yeah, they're like jumping over stuff or dancing or something. We should go to a fucking horse show. That sounds great. It really doesn't, Joe. Horses doing a bunch of shit. Yeah. I don't know. It sounds pretty impressive. I mean, do you go to those car shows where the cars like jump over 12 no, cars? No, cars don't do that. No, that's like a that's like a whatever that's called, like a monster like a truck rally. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm just saying if you could choose either event, you see a monster truck jumping over like 20 cars or a horse doing whatever the most impressive thing a horse can do, which is like couldn't be that impressive. And yeah, I would pick the horse thing. No, but you don't go to monster truck rallies. Well, I don't I don't follow the logic. Yes, well, of course I don't. Yes. Okay. My logic is internally consistent to me. <laughs> You are refuting my points, but still, you're refuting them stupidly because there's no way. Point. <laughs> my point is that a Just monster truck. Just because I truck... don't go to a monster truck rally, why would I want to go to a horse show? There are a million different. Do you go to any of those like Cirque du Soleil shows? No, those are stupid. No, a horse show would be much stupider. No, but a horse is like an amazing animal. Dude, what's it gonna do? I don't know. Okay, okay, well, nothing. But... It's gonna jump over something and run around. What what could a horse do that would, like, impress you? Nothing. There's nothing a horse could do. No. No. I know all horses can do is run and jump. Okay. What could it do that would impress me if a horse did a backflip? We could, like, shuffle a, uh, shuffle a deck of cards. <laughs> yeah. That would impress you. That would impress me. Okay. Right. Like, like close-up magic. Yeah. I would like that. <laughs> like, a horse doing close-up magic, you'd be fine with that. Or a backflip. That'd be fucking... I would be, or you know what, in the Cirque du Soleil thing, if horses were like jumping on trampolines and stuff, like if they were, if one yeah, of the but jumps, they, but, but if they break their legs, Dan, they're dead. Yeah, be careful. I'm not saying they should do this. I'm saying if they did it, that would be impressive. And you know, the danger would make it more impressive. To be perfectly honest, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want anything to happen to horses. In fact, but, that's why I don't support these horse shows. You oh, so not only are you not going, you don't support them. Well, not if the horses are being put at risk. And for what, Joe? For this show? For our entertainment. Yeah. For our amusement, Dan. Yeah, I don't support that, Joe. At least in the monster truck rallies, both the drivers and the cars, as inanimate objects, Look, know what they're getting into. Jay, Jay, if you're ever doing a horse show out in Seattle, let me know. I'd love to come. I'll bet they're banned. You think so? Yeah. You in this allowed, liberal place? Like liber- yeah. yeah, maybe. Although, maybe. actually, a lot of rich people like doing stuff on horses. Yeah. That's like, why he has to like do all this work and wake up so early. Some rich person is like super fan. I want to see Jay. my dressage horse <laughs> yeah. run over some hurdles. I want to see my twelve hand tall dressage horse ready to go at eight thirty in the morning when my rich annoying daughter gets there for I her for her horse show. If Jay knows Rafalka Romney, Rafalka what? Rafalka was oh, the name is, of the horse. Mitt Romney's dressage horse that was in the Olympics. Yeah, yeah, but that's a Utah based horse. Well, yeah, but, like, they probably run in the same circles, is my point. <laughs> you mean physically? <laughs> yes. Yeah, and and also, like, the same... You know, that circles. horse got on a private jet to go to the Olympics. That horse's life was fucking great. Probably still is. I think Rafalka's kicking like, around somewhere. Imagine it. The rest of the U.S. athletes had to fly fucking United, and that <laughs> Rafalka is going on a private jet. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, as she should. Like, Rafalka would not do well in coach. Yeah, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, be a lot of horse crap too. For the, the, yeah, exactly. You'd be like, oh, I thought it was bad last night when I was next to a baby, now I'm next yeah. to a fucking dressage horse. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, we're. Then he finishes up. Joe, just trust a random internet stranger and move us on. I don't care who we're up against. This team is real. It's an amazing thing to be part of, and it's only going to get better. Fuck the Saints. Fuck Jeff. JK, LOL, love you, bra, fuck sleep, something I'm right on the same page with. Superfan J, sorry that I don't have time to elaborate on mules. Wow. Wow. Okay. Thanks, Jay. Worth noting, Jay also sent me a message on Reddit where we originally found Jay saying that he is officially accepting Jeff's proposal of a bet. Okay, so they take their fantasy team wins this year. Yes. And by the way, I'm going to put them in the same division. Ooh. So they're going to play each other twice. And what we call that division NFC South Corner? We sh- I was actually going to talk to you about the division names <laughs> yes. this weekend, but we uh, you know, ran out of time. 
I guess we can do it eventually. Yeah. I mean, do you have four good ideas? I guess we could have NFC South corner, Packer corner. Although I can't even put Rob in Packer corner because Rob didn't join the damn league. Uh, NFC South corner, Packer corner, Team Fjord, and Team Lake. Those are our four, four divisions. We need a fifth division. We have so many teams. I think there are only four. Yeah. How would you, yeah, five divisions wouldn't really work. Yeah, those make sense. Yeah. All right. I'm not sure I like those, but whatever. Okay. Moving on. We'll have a separate podcast episode about it. Yeah. People are going to love it. Okay. Joe, this Madden game was a little bit annoying because I didn't play it against you. You played against Rob. Oh, yeah. This game was terrible. And Rob's annoying. But here are the notes. You like the Falcon Stadium or the Mm -hmm. representation of it. I believe it had like a TV on the inside of the roof. Yeah. Is that a thing that really exists? I said no. You said... Madden's so realistic. Why would they make that up? So, like the the ceiling was a, a giant screen. It was a giant TV. Yeah, that's impossible. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, it's impossible. Okay. You like the Falcons color rush better, but you said they were both good. You said Matt Ryan not very mobile mm-hmm. when you were playing with the Falcons, but you True. loved his accuracy. True. Yeah. He was just hitting his receivers right on target. You love the running back for the Falcons. You said, very fast, very good. Yeah, who was that? Probably Devonta Freeman. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It was, yeah, Freeman. Now, when you played with the Eagles, the tight end fumbled the ball, which you were very upset with. Then they had some play that ran through the end zone, and then the players, like, went through the concrete wall. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is so stupid. How did that happen in Madden 2018? You'd think... They have, and they're like, it's so realistic. You can't, like, that's our advertising. You right. can't tell the difference between it and TV. And they still, and look, I'm a software engineer. Over the course of 40 years, you should be able to make it so the players do not go through cement walls. Absolutely. It should be doable. But no, they have not figured that out yet. Okay. You are making a late game comeback with the Eagles. You had a huge fourth down and three play, and you got sacked, and you lost six to zero to Rob. To Rob of all people, and of course it was only six to zero because Rob took <laughs> forever to call plays. Oh yeah. my god! I mean, each quarter was just one of his drives because he really—it's so it was boring. So bad. Like when you play four-minute quarters, you want you know hopefully two drives at least. That was like two first downs yeah. for him. Yeah terrible but anyways the falcons were rated a 91 the eagles were rated a 78 i think well since it was the first one we did i'm not exactly sure what your final thoughts are and and who you gave the edge to yeah i mean i i don't think it was actually close i think and look this is not even considering their respective quality because obviously madden correctly rates the falcons much much higher than the eagles yeah but the Eagles were just no fun to play with at all. Yeah. Like, the Eagles were just, like, not a good offensive line. Carson Wentz, they made him bad in the game. He is not good. Yeah, he was bad. Yeah, and, like, everything was, like, he couldn't throw off his back foot, couldn't throw on the run. And not His just throws like, were really inaccurate. Yeah. yeah, I mean, look, it was just, it was just not, not great. Yeah. Not great playing with the Eagles. The Falcons, on the other hand... The Falcons were a lot of fun. I don't know if um, they were... Well, I think for sure. They were not my favorite style of play. Uh, and other than the really, really fast running back, Freeman, I don't know... Like, Matt Ryan's not that mobile. The wide receiving core is great. But it maybe wasn't my favorite style of play. But compared to the Eagles, clear win for the Falcons. All right. Yeah, I like that, Joe. They were. The, you know, I remember just watching Rob tried to spend forever to come up with the right call for the Eagles, and then Carson Wentz just missed the receiver by, like, a ton. Right. He was bad. All right, Joe. On to the celebrity matchup. Which team do you want first? Let's give it to the top seed. Let's give it to the Falcons. Now, Joe, this could not be a more auspicious celebrity. Just yesterday, you were regaling us with the story of a lost Saturday Night Live sketch that you had really oh, enjoyed. No. Are you serious? Well, Joe, just let me. Okay, okay. You had remembered a sketch. That is like the funniest sketch in the world. 20 years ago. 
Literally, and, 20 years ago. Yeah. And you said you couldn't find it anywhere on the internet. And I really couldn't. And you're right. I actually, I found the episode. It's not on Hulu. Season 23, yeah. episode 10, from and, January 10th, 1998. And I binged it everywhere. Now, yeah. It, they actually, NBC had, like, selected sketches from that, but not this sketch. Right. Not this sketch. But I went... Deep, deep into the dark web, Joe. Partially because it's, it's racially divisive. It is. It yeah. is racially divisive. But I went deep into the dark web. I found the episode. I downloaded it, and we watched it. And Joe, it was as funny as it's hilarious as, as you right? have problems. And the the racial issues that were being brought up were pretty. Present. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it was like right. Th- you could you could do that sketch today, and it would be great. I think you couldn't. I think the, the like the snowflakes, right. the conservative snowflakes, would be too would, offended. Would by go nuts. absolutely, yeah. And Joe, the host. But if you did it today, there would be like a hundred think pieces about it the next morning. Yeah, on like Slate dot com and Salon and whatever would be bullshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the host of that, and the only time he ever hosted Saturday Night Live is really, yeah, only time. Yeah, and he was like the star of the sketch too. Yeah, is Joe? Who is it? The Falcons celebrity fan. Easy. Samuel L. Jackson. It's Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, my God. And they have a picture of him with his little hat that he always wears. Kangle hat. Is that what it's called? (laughs) Wearing Atlanta Falcons sunglasses that on the front of the sunglasses have a logo of the Falcons and then says, rise up. He appears to be shouting. And they say, it's going to be tough to find a more vocal Falcons fan than the boisterous Samuel L. Jackson. Should we tell our fans what the sketch is, just so they can go find it? I mean, we've like teased it so much now. There's no way our fans can, can... I mean, what I should do, Joe, I can take the video of it, I can cut down just that sketch, and I can host it. But this is this is illegal, Joe. So this is really secret lounge kind of stuff, like... I mean, this is why it's a secret lounge. The secret lounge is actually part of the dark web. Look, we knew at it's some not, point... I told Bing, do not index it. We knew at some point the secret lounge would contain some illegal activity. We didn't know what. We didn't know when, but we knew. And that's why we kept it a secret. Okay. Let's do it. It's it's not in Bing. It's not in Google. It might be in Yandex or something because they don't... <laughs> when you tell them you're in the dark web, they're like, they like that. that that's when you get in there. <laughs> I'm going to put up the sketch on the secret lounge. So go there. And I don't... Let's just let the people be surprised. It's so funny. They all know. It's so good. Okay. Okay. Now, the Philadelphia Eagles fan. The Philadelphia Eagles fan. Now, before I even tell you who it is, this person is a super fan. And I think I've I've heard of this person's super fandom before. Oh, not a super fan of the podcast. Sorry, I got excited for a second. He might be a super fan of the podcast. (laughs) It's, uh, the problem is I don't think we have any Eagles super fans. If if Red is a judge, we don't. what's, What's the opposite of a super fan? Yeah, I don't know. Well, they're super, they keep responding to pulling the signs. I have like 50 responses also, for Doug Peterson. It's it's my second highest rated anything I've done on Reddit. The yeah. highest is me saying that was cool on any Game of Thrones <laughs> post because those get like 300 upvotes. Yeah, that would also be a lie, Joe. And, unless that was about season six or something. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. This person in the picture has eagles written on his forehead. He's wearing an eagles jersey. He has eagles colored eye black under his eyes he is obviously outside of the eagle stadium he appears to be tailgating with his game face on who could this person be sounds fucking crazy he is the star of such movies as american hustle the wedding crashers that movie with what's her name silver linings playbook oh bradley cooper bradley cooper Oh, Bradley Cooper wasn't really the star of what he was like the bad guy in Wedding Crashers. I I said he starred in. Mm. I mean, I actually don't know what I said, Joe, because <laughs> it is now. I was I was getting okay. I, I was thinking about like the actual like leads in Wedding Crashers. Okay, it doesn't matter. Yeah, whatever. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper has been a Philly fanatic his whole life, so it wasn't a shock to see Cooper play an Eagles fan in Silver Linings Playbook. Oh my God. No, I never, I'm not familiar. Wait, do you think Silver Linings Playbook is a reference to the Eagles playbook it because is. silver is part of their colors? Well, it's because they're, they, the actual physical playbook 
is lined with silver for the Eagles. It makes sense. Yeah. You can't steal those, too. Yeah. I, I didn't realize it was a football movie. <laughs> I didn't either. Well, it might not be, but why would he play in... I don't know. Apparently, the movie was great, though, Joe. <laughs> he won an Oscar for it, I think. Or she won an Oscar. What's her name? We might as well announce now that season two is a series called Dan and Joe Talk About Movies They've Never Seen. <laughs> <laughs> Dan and Joe, Dan and Joe review movies they've never seen. But I did see that movie Joy with the what's her name in it, and uh, I didn't like it that much. I don't know what the fuck you're talking. Joy? I don't. I never. I never. That's what's that? Well, they always have her play like in American Hustle. She played like, uh, like mid thirties or like early forties, like super seductress person. Oh, and in, in Hunger Games, she played, like, a 16-year-old. And in Joy, she played, like, an elderly woman at some point. Like, why, did they, the why did they do Games? this What's to her? What's her name? Yeah. Uh, um, They're, like, the most famous person. Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. Joy. I, I've never heard of Joy, though. Yeah, don't watch it. Yeah. It's not worth your time. That'll, that'll be episode one. of. Well, no, you've seen it. We can't talk about it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Bradley Cooper, huh? So, Samuel L. Jackson... Bradley Cooper. Both seem to be huge fans. legitimate huge fans. fans. Right. Um, both actors that I like quite a bit. I like the fact that they're like real fans, like deep fans. Yeah. But unquestionably, you have to think even Bradley Cooper would admit that Samuel L. Jackson is cooler than he is. <laughs> Definitely. Right. Like, he couldn't argue that. Yeah. Wind of the Falcons. All right. Wow. Falcons 2, Eagles 0. Now, Joe, normally I would say this looks good for the Falcons, but knowing what I know about these NFC East teams, they sometimes have a following very far away from home that I'm not sure if the Falcons are going to be able to match. So, And frankly, Falcons are not always safe with an early lead. <laughs> Joe, it's just... Wait, it's I mean, look, we have to say it. No, we don't no have to say it. No one will ever not say that during a Falcons game. Stop it. Tell me about the bars. Let the past be the past. If you become a fan of this team, or I guess, is that just going to be your shtick? Yes. That would be my... Because I'll, I'll be the only fan that has a totally healthy response to it because I was not a fan then. Yeah, yeah. They'll be like, oh, that was great. That's how I came to the team, right? But the other fans are going to hate you. Yeah, probably. Yeah, all right. Probably. Except okay. for Superfan Jay. He may hate me too. I don't know. Yeah. If I keep saying that. You might. Well, you keep defending his, his life's work of these horse shows. Absolutely. So. Okay. So let me tell you about the Falcons. Let's hear it. The only thing that could ruin it for the Falcons now is if they have a catastrophic bar. And the Falcons have a terrible bar in Seattle. Oh, no. So this is multiple. I really did a deep search for this because I wanted to find the right Falcons bar. And every... Falcon site, the Falcons Reddit page. They're like, there's like a website that's just like, find your NFL team bar in whatever city. They all recommend the same bar. And it's a restaurant called The Ram. The Ram? The Ram, R-A-M. And it is not a Falcons bar. It's, it's a generic chain restaurant that's like their whole shtick is that they have like 60 TVs and they have like TVs at every table. The best that the Falcons page could do was recommend a bar where you could see the Falcons. It's just like you watching at home with NFL Sunday ticket. Paying money. But then they're just making the food for you. Right. Correct. Correct. And look, it right, so so it would be like if you said where is the Washington football club bar in this city and they said, Oh, it's yeah, go to ESPN zone or or go to like the Fox Sports bar, right? Like it's just first a, invent, invent a time machine. Go back in time 15 years ago when the ESPN zone was a thing. Whatever. <laughs> and go Does there. it still exist somewhere? Yeah. No. Okay. Well, whatever. ESPN zone went a business long ago. This is just a generic sports restaurant. I don't think it's a particular Falcons bar. And if there's any Falcons Seattle listeners who want to correct me, that's fine. But it this is not a good bar. Hmm. Not exciting. Oh, boy. On the Eagles side, their bar is Buckley's. But the other Buckleys, there's two Buckleys. They're like less than a mile apart. And one is a Packer bar and one is an Eagle bar. Now, Joe, you are referencing this like I should know this. 
We talked about this earlier. We just talked about Buckley's with the Packers, like two minutes ago. Just talked about it. Like literally, it was two sections ago. Was this the one we actually talked about like ten minutes ago, or was it one we talked about four hours ago? No, we actually talked about this one two minutes ago. Where are we all two minutes ago? Oh wow! All right. Yeah. Okay. So Buckley's in Queen Anne is the Packer bar. Okay. To remind the folks at home and the person. Oh, that's where Packer directly Corner directly across from me. Right. So apparently, and I've never been to. I've been to the other Buckley's, but never during an Eagles game. Apparently, there is an Eagles Corner there. Wait, you know, Joe, if I release this as a two-part one, people might forget because it yeah, might actually true. have been it's a true. long time ago. Uh, so, so they have Buckley's in Belltown, also a good bar. And I know that, like, when someone says that Buckley's is a blank bar, I kind of have a frame of reference to know what that means. Okay. So this is a clear big win for the Eagles in the bar category. <sighs> wow. All right. Eagles and if you get in with those Eagles fans, Joe, who knows what that mob can do after, like, something... Like, imagine if you were in an Eagles bar and the Eagles played the Super Bowl that the Falcons just played. Oh, my God. Like, they'd burn the city to the ground. Yeah, and that's not even our... That's not even the Eagles city, right? Like <laughs> They'd burn every city Every city ground. would be burned to the ground. In, like, a, like, proportionate radius to the bar that it's... Yeah, like, like, yeah. Like, there'd be, like, a blast zone that dissipates going out from the bar... <laughs> That is the Eagles bar in the city. When they, like, release the GDP, they'd be like, the GDP went down, like, 0.2% because of the devastation surrounding the Eagles bars. That's right. So, as much as I hate the idea of going to the Ram to watch my Falcons play if I were a Falcons fan, as much as I much would much rather go to Buckley's and have the whole crowd there... To root with, I just have to say the two decisive wins in the first two categories. I mean, Samuel L. Jackson. Can you on. imagine you that? You can't beat that. I mean, for people at home, Joe was talking about this sketch long before he had any idea that Samuel L. Jackson is. We watched the sketch. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, Joe. No, I have a deep love for Samuel L. Jackson. Sometimes I mean, it's like when you think a higher power. My, and yeah. like, what even led you to bring up? The, the topic in the first place of that sketch. Like, I have no idea. You literally... I have no recollection just, of you, why you just, a sketch from 1998... <laughs> out of the blue... Popped up in our conversation. We're eating dinner, and you are like, let me tell you about this SNL sketch that I've been... <laughs> it was so funny. ...from 19 years ago. Oh, that's right. That's right. What are the odds? That everybody... You know, if you haven't watched it, just pause the thing, go to the Sierra Lounge and watch it. But don't tell anybody... No, don't tell anybody. Could get sued. Very litigious, NBC and Time mm, Warner. Yeah, it's true. They really want to want to protect that IP from 1998. But what they really wanted to do is not have... You know, they don't that, want it out there. Yeah, they don't, they don't, want, the, they don't <laughs> want those think pieces out there. They don't want people to see the jokes that were being made in 1998. I think it's an important sketch, though. It's saying it something is. about it the is. world. Uh, okay, uh, yeah, Falcons move on. Eagles had a great run. But the Falcons are just too dominant in those other two categories. All right. They almost blew it with the fucking Ram, though. Wait, and how about this connection to the Hunger Games? Yeah. What's her name? Jennifer Lawrence. And Bradley Cooper. But Bradley Cooper wasn't in Hunger Games. Uh, not. I, I haven't seen the third Hunger Games. I don't know. What, yeah, he could have he he been yeah. in there. We, we should talk about that. Yeah. Well, Hunger Games really went off the rails. God, that third book was so bad. <laughs> so- what happened? By the end of that book, I read it, and I was just, like, annoyed. This is garbage. I mean, the first two were good. And then, can you imagine a book that ends, minor spoiler alert, where they just, like, kill a character for no reason? For no reason! And it's like, why did you do that? Like, you already ended this book in the worst possible way, and you're just killing a character like this? Just out of, like, spite for the reader. But the whole book was bad. Of course. It wasn't like it was... Look, there's a lot of shows and movies, books... That have a bad ending. Yeah. But a book is a long thing, right? Like, it could have had a bad ending and been a good first book, second book, and three quarters of a last book. And I would have been like, well, yeah. the ending kind of sucked, but like, what, like the actual ending ending. But the whole book was terrible. Yeah. And made no sense. No. It could be the Game of Thrones, you know, 10 years oh, from now. I know. 10 I know. years ago, or whenever that book came out. All right. Anyways, the whole point with that Hunger Games thing was the cannon blast. Ready? Joe, another thing. 
true to life. We know the Falcon beats the Eagle. That's true. By the way, any Eagles fans who are listening right now, uh, you guys can go fuck yourselves. <laughs> the thing is, we know the Eagles fans love to hate, so this is like the best they're thing we so could have done. They're so happy that they're yeah. not in it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Joe. One matchup left to finish off this final four. The Raiders versus the Carolina Panthers. Great matchup. Absolute great matchup. When we played this, this was the first game we played where I was playing against you. After Rob had mercifully taken his leave. The Raiders. 86 on Madden. Exactly the same as the Seahawks. Right. Versus the Panthers, 79. You know, kind of right around the Eagles, 78. You said the color rush for the Raiders was the best color rush you've ever seen. That was before we played the Seahawks, though. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I like the um, I like the white, and a lot of them do the all white, but I like how they do the white with the silver numbers. Yeah. It's, it's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. And the thing is, in Madden, as photorealistic as it is, it's still, it's going to look better on TV. Oh, totally. Yeah. So, when you were the Raiders... Well, it won't be like walking through like the middle of the stands. Yeah. Like... <laughs> It won't be like the, the dumbest arm sticking thing. Through the, yeah. yeah, and you know, the other thing we were talking about, just to pile on Madden, remember, we, you were running a play where you, like, scrambled around. Yeah. You find the receiver wide open. You throw this, like, unbelievable thing. You're scrambling around. You're dodging tackles. You throw, like, a 40-yard pass. It gets called back for offensive pass interference. I mean, I had no control over. Yeah. Okay, so here's... The, let me just say this. One, one last thing about Madden that's stupid. People have asked... The FIFA developers, and Dan and I already had this exact conversation, so he's going to be bored for a second, but people have asked the FIFA developers, hey, well, why isn't everything that's in the game in the game? Like, there are no handballs in FIFA. And the developers rightly say, because that would be so stupid to have handballs, because you can't control it. You There's no control for the player's hands in FIFA, as there should not be. Yeah. Uh, but, so, so we're not going to put that in the game, because it would only be frustrating. It would yeah. only be... So stupid if you got a handball called on you, even though, yes, of course, that's something that actually happens in real soccer games. Madden should do that. They should take out anything that 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 is annoying about the game. Yeah. It does not need to be an actual simulation. Correct. And, you know, I can hear the fans at home, those stupid Madden people, they're shills, you know. They're saying, well, you know you can just go into the settings and turn penalties off. Well, why isn't that the default? Like, right. Like, penalties should be off. Penalties should not exist. You know, the stupid commercials shouldn't exist. If somebody wants to turn the commercials on, let them turn the fucking commercials on. But you know what? If you're just picking up the game like we are and playing it, you shouldn't have to go in and change like 40 settings to have it not be stupid. It's so stupid. (sighs) Fucking Madden. But anyways, you liked... Well, when you were the Raiders and I was the Panthers, you beat me 17-7. to You loved the Derek Carr to... Jared Cook connection, yeah. your tight end. Yeah. You couldn't really get the run game going, but you liked playing with the Raiders' defense. When you switched over to the Panthers, after being a little frustrated with Jonathan Stewart, you switched in your boy, Christian McCaffrey. You felt that Christian McCaffrey was a little slower than you would have hoped. Right. I mean, this player that I've known about for all of two weeks, I feel like they should have made him a little faster. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Did you draft him in your league? I think you were trying to. One of my two, I have him. Okay. In the keeper, I have him. Oh, yeah, that's good. But you really, he was good. He made a couple nice catches out of the backfield. But running just on his own, he wasn't really, I mean, they haven't quite given him the, like, Danny Woodhead at his peak. Not yet. Grade yet. Not yet. I mean, he sort of has to have a blow up. But by the week four update, they will. Yeah. When they update those stats. Yeah. I beat you 10-7 with the Raiders. So the Raiders won both times. Speaking of running backs, with the Raiders, you thought Marshawn Lynch was good and fun to play with, but you didn't find him very shifty right. or smormy. Right. Smarmy. 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 Yeah. Smarmy. Not a smarmy guy. Yeah. 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 Wasn't smarmy. You know, he was sort of hitting the holes okay with power, but he wasn't really, didn't have that breakaway speed that you might like. Uh, you did not like Cam Newton's accuracy at all. You found he wasn't very accurate. You thought Carr was very accurate. You know, you're not as much of a running quarterback person as i am obviously the same as the russell wilson one 
I'm telling you, I didn't like Cam Newton as a running quarterback either. He sort of was, he's like a bigger quarterback, but he's not as fast. And he's sort of, yeah. in Madden, I think the size makes his like hit box like higher. It's, it totally. seems like yeah. he's. If you're creating a player in Madden, you want to make him like 5'2. Yeah. Right. You want to make like a little like, like, like fast speed. Doug Flutie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like they make him big, but remember, we were playing, and this is another thing to pile on Madden. Like, Cam Newton was running and got tackled and fumbled the ball. It's like, there's no way Cam Newton would fumble the ball. Well, they obviously like have a setting that anytime you... Do they want to, like, encourage you to dive with the quarterback? Yeah, or slide. Slide, right. Which, once again, like, why? Because are we worried about concussions on our fake players? Yeah. Like, it's also so stupid. Because they're putting it in to balance the game. Because they're like, if you're kind of a, a glitch bitch like I am, and you just... You know, the thing is, in the actual NFL, there is a legitimate penalty for running your quarterback, which is the quarterback's the most valuable position on the field. And regardless of whether they're trying to slide or not, they're going to take more hits. Right, right. And you don't want to risk your quarterback. And like, But in Madden, like, they can't do that. So they just added in this tweak that it's like, you fumble, you fumble time. Every, every time you right. get tackled. Right. Which is... I mean, Aaron Rodgers fumbled it like three times. Which is stupid. Like, yeah. You know what they should do? Make it so your quarterback can get injured. You know, as much as I'm arguing about the, like, penalty stuff, which is stupid... The injury stuff, like, I think... Or figure out a way to make it so that running the quarterback in, like, certain... Isn't, like, an automatic 20-yard gain, right? Like... Yeah. Like, in the actual NFL. Right. Because they do do that. Like, the quarterback runs so much faster than all the, like, linemen. You could just run around. Yeah. Just make it harder. Yeah. Anyways. Like, the... It's an added-on trick to mass the fact they haven't balanced out their gameplay. Yeah. But anyways, I think... You know what can I say? The Raiders won both matchups. So what do you? What, what's the score? What's the grade? First of all, as you said, Derek Carr was by far the most accurate quarterback. I guess Aaron Rodgers was more accurate, but like they clearly made Derek Carr very accurate. Like he was nailings and like yeah, really like thread passes. Um, and you really liked. I didn't write this down, but you liked the big wide receivers. You were just oh, letting man. them box it out, totally. and you were you were getting some nice passes to Amari Cooper. Definitely the tight end. You were working that connection. Yeah, totally. On the other hand, though, I really like playing with McCaffrey. I really like, except for if he was good. You'll really like no, him after that week four even, up. No, no. Don't misunderstand what I said. I think he should have been faster. He was still my, my, the best running back that we played with. He well, was smart. Other than Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. Right. He was still, like, I had that one great, great juke move, which was just, like, yeah. awesome, right? And so he was still a lot of fun. He just should have been more fun. Yeah. It's tough. If we were to walk downstairs and play a game right now, of any team that I could pick right now, I would probably either pick the Panthers or the Raiders. They were really? both really fun to play with. Mm. I think the one thing I didn't like was I don't even though I like Marshawn Lynch I didn't like playing with Marshawn Lynch hmm. he just like even if he actually is good and even if there's a way to play well with him in Madden there's not like fun right like who has fun in Madden calling the like run up the middle where you just basically and like he's not his game even in Madden and also somewhat in real life too isn't about like doing spin moves or whatever it's about like lumbering through people yeah beast mode right and that's not that's not really like a fun way to play. Pretty fun to watch. Yeah. But um, I think it's a like hair, hair edge to the Panthers here. Wow. Wow. On to the celebrities, Joe. Now, the Raiders, due to the Raider Nation Wikipedia page, they already had, we already talked about their celebrity following. And in fact, which might lend some credibility to this stupid... Slideshow Clickbait thing. slideshow that I sent you. So I would like to note, as I was loading this up, it like crashed my computer because <laughs> it was like loading all of the ads. I had to like close out the tab. What the Raider Nation Wikipedia page said was their number one fan is what this stupid slideshow says is their number one fan. Joe, do you remember who that was? One Mr. Tom Douglas Hanks. I don't know. No. <laughs> Tom. Oh, Ice Cube. Yes. Okay. Ice Cube, and they have a picture of Ice Cube decked out in a Raider shirt. Yeah, he always wears a Raider hat. A Raider jacket. He's actually not wearing a Raider hat. He's wearing sunglasses. He is clearly in the black hole, and he is, like, high-fiving with 
crazy Raider fans who are all decked out. He's he's one of them. Now, has he made a comment on the team's move to Las Vegas? I don't know. And look, here it is. Bing, Bing delivers. Wow. From the Las Vegas Sun, Ice Cube, president of Raider Nation, embraces the move. Wow. Wow. There, I mean, what an endorsement. Yeah. That's incredible. This is a good get for this uh, Las Vegas Sun newspaper. Was that an op-ed written by Mr. <laughs> Mr. Cube? Yes, Mr. Cube. <laughs> okay. What about the Panthers? The Panthers, who in this slideshow are, appear second. And as far as clickbait could get. So the first one was actually Chris Pratt. You know, that's what that's the like the one where the people clicked. So then they hit you up in number two with the Carolina Panthers super fan, one Brooklyn Decker. Do you know who that is? The name is familiar. So Brooklyn Decker is in started as a supermodel or model. Okay. I don't know if you start right at supermodel. No, you start as a regular model and yeah. you work your way up. She became a supermodel, now actress, yada yada yada. And apparently, Panther super fan. I know her or knew her as the wife of one Andy Roddick, the oh, okay. last U.S. men's tennis player yeah. to win a major. Well, I mean, if 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 he were a Panther fan, yeah, I don't I, I don't know if he is. But here's what they say about her. And also, I, I say all that because they wanted to put a very attractive woman really early on. Totally. So their first two hits are Chris Pratt. And Brooklyn Decker. So they're really covering all their bases there. Totally. No, they know what they're doing. So they says, This model turned actress isn't your average Panther fan. When the team hired Ron Rivera as the head coach, Brooklyn Decker immediately quizzed those who had played for him and deemed the hire a good move. So she's not only a fan of the team and Joe. I mean, looking at her Wikipedia page. Wait, wait. This is a perfect sponsor hit, Joe. Okay. Now, Brooklyn Decker did all of this research to grade Ron Rivera, something that anybody at home could do. You can be your own Brooklyn Decker. Brooklyn Decker really should sign up for this, actually. Actually, we should get her. She should be the spokesperson. The celebrity sponsor of PullingTheSidelines.com. Yeah. Our great sponsor. If only she could somehow go back from supermodel just to regular model, I could probably afford it. Right. Supermodel... But, but the problem is, once you are a supermodel, you, you're always a supermodel. Yeah, I guess so. When they say, like, Cindy Crawford, they say, like, former supermodel. Yeah. They say supermodel. Right. Yeah. Damn. But anyways, she's in there. She's making this. She's using her access to call. You know, we know, based on this, every NFL player, when they see Brooklyn Decker on the phone, they're picking up. Absolutely. So. To be fair to my not recognizing her, literally looking at her Wikipedia page, the only thing she's ever been in that I've seen is that show Chuck, where she played the role of job applicant. But you love Chuck so much. <laughs> well, okay. Remembering the, the job applicant from, like, the third season, that's tough. Although the funny thing is on these shows, like, talking about how unrealistic TV is. They're like <laughs> Someone like Brooklyn Decker's walking around who's been applying on the for cover a job at a Best Buy. <laughs> the, like, you know, you always see that on the commercials when they have the Best Buy employees, and it's like, the best looking person <laughs> right, of all. Exactly. and they don't even give them the like polo shirts that people wear in Best Buy it's no, like these form fitting t-shirts totally ridiculous as much as Brooklyn Decker seems like a great fan like a real like not like a not like even a fan for like oh it's fun to go to games. she actually cares about how this team is run yeah and why would she not Joe right. Ice Cube is the president of Raider Nation. He's, I mean, he's writing he appointed, op-eds. He's writing op-eds about their move. I mean, you cannot compete with that level of fandom. And also, like, you could ask people about various celebrities on this list. Who are they a fan of? People would know that he's a Raider fan because he walks around to Raider stuff yeah. all the time. Yeah. Uh, so I think this is a clear win. Yeah. All, right. all right. And I guess that's contrasting Brooklyn Decker as job applicant with the Ice Cube character played in that, like, NWA movie that everybody says great. And I'm sure the person playing Ice Cube right. is just wearing a well, Raiders gear. I'm sure Brooklyn Decker has had a great career. I just don't 
not a career that has intersected with my interest in yeah. The point is, she's just not repping the Panthers. Like, she right, wasn't she, wearing she, a Panthers true. hat in that. I mean, chart. Fair, she may have been. <laughs> that may have been part of her, like, demand. You want me in the show? I'm wearing a fucking Panthers hat. Where was Chuck based? L.A. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so that would be weird. Yeah, that would have been, that would have been like, notable. Like, why is that beautiful person applying for a job yeah. at a Best Buy wearing a Panthers hat? I wonder if it was in L.A. She could have been wearing, like, a Raiders hat. That would have been interesting. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so Edge to the Raiders. So we've got a slight edge. And a clear to the edge to the Raiders. Yeah, big Absolutely. edge. Big edge. I mean, that op-ed, that Bing Huge. search. Yeah, that Bing, was nice. Bing never fails to deliver. Always delivers. And now, Joe, finally, I mean, this is, I think, going to be very similar to the last one. I mean, my, this would be my guess, but we'll see. The Raiders, as we know, are an icon that can be anywhere. The Raiders are everywhere and nowhere. They... So if there were a Raiders bar in Seattle, it would not shock me at all. I would be shocked if there were like a huge contingent of Panther fans here in Seattle. Dan, I'm mean, going to tell you, you're dead wrong. I'm dead wrong. You're I, dead wrong. So I looked. I'm shocked, Joe. I looked so hard for a good Raider bar in Seattle. I looked at, I binged it. I did Yelp. I did Reddit, everything. And I found actual answers. People answering the question, where do I go watch a Raider game? But they all said the same thing. I'm going to read you the top three that were recommended by everyone. Wait, can I take a guess? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, not not, not, not quite to the Eagles level, but, but more or less, yeah. Stop asking questions. So 48th Street Pub, huge. People say they have a special Raider menu when you go in there. The second was the tailgater. Wait, I don't understand. If you said nothing, they have a special Raider menu that's pretty good. Hold, follow me here. Follow me here. And the third was a place called Valhalla Bar. That sounds Everywhere nice. mentioned those places. That could Absolutely. be that could be a Vikings bar, though. It could be, but you'd be wrong. It's a Raiders bar. It could also be Raiders, I guess. Totally. Let me tell you the problem with this place. 48th Street Pub, located in Tacoma, Washington. Ooh. Tailgater, located in Everett, Washington. Ooh. Valhalla Bar and Grill, located in Kirkland, Washington. Wait, home of Costco? Home of Costco. Birthplace of Costco. Well, that's great. Go there every time. Go to the Costco mega store. Load yeah. up. Yeah, you want... I mean, literally, that's where Kirkland stuff comes from. That's why it's called Kirkland. Oh, my there God. There you go. Uh, but none of these places are in Seattle. I'm not going to drive... Half an hour? I mean, Tacoma, with no traffic, is legitimately 45 minutes away. Hmm. I'm not going to go there to watch a game. Interesting. Everett is probably like an hour away. Kirkland is like 15 minutes away without traffic, but there's always traffic. You know, the funny thing about this is that I was once talking to somebody, and because I come to Seattle so often, they were talking about Tacoma. And I was like, oh, Tacoma's like four hours from Seattle. (laughs) Because it just sounds like it's really far away. Well, you should know, uh, given your interest in biggest U.S. cities, they actually include Tacoma and Seattle Metro. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's how close it is. Boy, I hope that person I told that to didn't like assume they were like, oh, we'll never be able to go to Tacoma. It's too far away. <laughs> Although, why they'd want to go to Tacoma. No, but, but Dan, you've been here enough to know that, that Seattle is a very neighborhoody type of city. People don't like to travel even within Seattle. If I meet someone who lives in like a different neighborhood in Seattle, I'm like, ah, fuck it. I haven't left this house the entire time right. I've been here. That's case in point. You you barely left a a a you know 500 square foot radius. That's over a hundred degrees. Right, right. People people don't like to drive around in Seattle. I'm not going to go out to Kirkland every time there's a game. Yeah. Let's just contrast that with the Panthers. I literally I had no idea about this. Totally brand new. There, the Panther Bar is. One of my like top three favorite bars in the city of Seattle. What? It's called the Canterbury. Ooh. On the year. Oh, I have been. You there. have been there. They have shuffleboard. I mean, it's great, right? It's just like a cool little hole in the wall place. They have trivia. They have like cheap food. It's just a nice little place to get get a whiskey and hang out. Yeah. Apparently, this this is like there's there's this roving panther. Wait, that group. place isn't that just down the hill from your house? No. Okay. No. Uh, but it's a great bar. You have been there. I remember we went there once with a group of people when you were in town. It's fantastic. I'll never never forget it, Joe. It's a 
It's no, I'm trying to embedded me- in my brain. I'm, I'm trying to remember something memorable happened when you were there. But no, this is what... Actually, I do know what happened there that was memorable. That was the bar. It was the first time that you met Rob and Jose. Because you'd been in the fantasy league, so they knew who you were, but they never met you. Yeah, well... We played shuffleboard. Embedded in my brain, Joe. Never forget that moment. Anyway, Canterbury, great bar, Panthers bar. This is an off-the-charts win in this category. By the way, your friend Jose, great guy. Great guy. I don't know why he's not in the fantasy league and why he couldn't contrast Rob. Sadly, he does not listen to the podcast. What what team does he root for? Um, I think the Raiders. Yeah, I thought he could be a Raiders fan. But I think he might be boycotting football now. Yeah. All because right. of all the issues. It's the only moral choice, Joe. <laughs> I know. No, he's not wrong. Yeah. He's not wrong. Yeah. Panthers bar, far superior. I mean, the Raiders bar sound great. They're just, I'm never going to go there. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. All right, Joe. That's it. This is, in the Madden section, slight edge to the Panthers, though. I think you enjoyed both teams. Absolutely. Celebrity, huge edge. Huge edge to the Raiders. Huge edge to the Raiders. No question about it. And Barr, huge edge to the Panthers. Now let's, let's just look at the seeding here. I mean, the Raiders, the sixth seed, knocked off the beloved Texans, the 11th seed Texans. And then the Panthers, as a 14th seed, Knocked off the Cowboys. Knocked off, probably, other than the Raiders, the team with the most national fan base. The one, I mean, America's team knocked off. Could the 14th seed team knock off the Raiders? I mean, Joe, what do you got here? I mean, this improbable run is surprising me more than anyone, but the Panthers win it. Oh, my God. Wow. The Panthers go through. It's Wow. I would be defying my own instincts and also the categories that we've set up to pick anything else. Wow. Wow. All right, Joe. Raiders. I was shot out of a pirate ship, too. Oh. Yeah. It sounded a little different. Could I... you hear the the reverberations off the waves? Yeah. No. <laughs> and then there were four. Now, wow. Joe, just looking at these matchups, one of them is going to take place entirely in... Come on in, it's warm and cozy, the southern corner of the NFC. Come on in, our feuds are friendly, we clash without the animosity. NFC South Corner, the NFC South Corner. Now Joe, looking at the matchups here. And from all of the emails we've gotten, especially from our Europeans fans, our European fans about glory-seeking wankers, I would just like to note that one of the teams you are going to become a fan of. Yes. Look at what we've got here. We've got the team that lost the Super Bowl last year. We've got the team that lost the Super Bowl two years ago. We've got the team that lost the Super Bowl three years ago. Wow. The team that won the Super Bowl four years ago, which is, of course, the same team. And the team that won the Super Bowl six years ago. Every one of these teams, the team that you, Joseph Mizrahi, will become a fan of, has been to the Super Bowl in the last, in the last six years. Yeah. Wow. I mean, yeah. No, it's that's super interesting. Because had you passed the Raiders through, you would have had this sort of one underdog team. And I mean, this could have applied to a lot of the teams. The Bengals, certainly. A team that hasn't had postseason success. But you are going to hitch yourself to a team... That has been to the Super Bowl. That has made a recently. run recently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two of which... And, and look at the two matchups. I mean, these could not be more interesting. We've got the Packers. Super Bowl perennial contender. Every single year. Won the Super Bowl six years ago. Absolutely. As the sixth seed, too. Then we've got the Seahawks, who've been in the Super Bowl twice in the past four years. One win, one heartbreaking loss, but but still, exciting game, comeback. And then on the other side, we have two teams that have never won the Super Bowl, but have both been there. And each have lost the Super Bowl twice, pitted against each other. So we're going to see 
you could join a team that has championship pedigree, whether it is your local team, the Seahawks, or just the Packers, who are the team you love, owned by the people, or a organization that has gotten all the way, and both recently, but never has gotten the monkey off their back, right, and right. both of which, if they were to win the Super Bowl and you were to be part of it, would be such a redemption. Certainly, the Falcons. But even the Panthers, I think, after such a rough year last year, after Cam Newton's performance in the Super Bowl, which he was much criticized for. In fact, Cam Newton, I, I can th- think of as maybe a player you might like, criticized for everything he does. Absolutely. He yeah. reminds, he's like Donald Trump. Right. Can't, can't do anything right. Although, Cam Newton actually does actually <laughs> right, do stuff right. right. <laughs> and boy, if either of them make it to the Super Bowl or win, just unbelievable historic... Totally, totally. This is exciting, Joe. These are great. And, you know, the other thing that I like about these matchups, and we kind of, in our playoff planning episode, we, like, joked about this. Like, well, like, thinking about how we're going to find a game to watch. He said, well, maybe they'll play each other. Well, we know there are some great matchups of these teams playing each other recently. Yeah. So if our next test is to find a game to watch to talk about, which we don't have to decide right in the second, but, like, there, I mean, the Falcons and Panthers play each other twice a year. I mean, the Seahawks beat the Green Bay Packers on the way to their Super Bowl run, the one they eventually lost. But I mean, these are teams that are always playing each other. Absolutely. And you know, as division winners, they're guaranteed to play in the regular season every time. They both won their division last year. They're playing this year. Right. Wait, do you think they're playing in week one, Joe? I don't know. Let's look. Joe. Are you serious? Joe, I am not. I just binged it. Week one of the NFL season... Sunday, September 10th at 1.25, the national game of the week on Fox, the Seattle Seahawks traveling to Green Bay to play the Green Bay Packers. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. Wait, wait. It is also possible that the Falcons and Panthers are playing. They're in the same division. Oh. (laughs) Close. They're They're playing the Bears, Joe. If only you'd move the Bears on. But the the Falcons... Don't play the Panthers until uh, midway so that the the Falcons play the Panthers in the middle of the season and the last game, week 17, they play the Panthers again, which is a game that if you pick one of those teams is going to be probably you know one of the most exciting games on the schedule. It could decide the the playoff spot. All right, Joe, we've we've discussed this a little bit, but we haven't discussed this on the podcast with this new information of the Seahawks and the Packers playing in week one, a game that you'll certainly... I mean, do you want to hold off the final four until after week one of the NFL season? I know it's a little... It, it sort of messes with everything. Look, I think I'm picking a team for the long haul. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to rush into a decision. So look, the Falcons and the Panthers, we're going to watch a game, but we can watch... We can pick some games. We can watch one of the two games they played last year. Right. We can watch both the games yeah. from last year. Right. And then we should just watch the current Seahawks play the current Packers. Look, I mean, I mean, I know people want to know what I'm rooting for before the season starts. But, man, it's just such an opportunity to see both these teams in action. I mean, literally, people at home are thinking, oh, this is some planned thing. No, not at all. Literally. Not at all. We didn't even we know they were playing. We didn't know. What the matchups were going to be? I just typed it in. I mean, I know they play each other because they're both division winners, yeah. so they have to play. The fact that they're playing in week one is unbelievable. Right, right. Okay, so we are going to record. We can we, we can record it that night. Oh wow! Fresh reaction. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, Joe. We'll see. But we'll record after. We're both going to watch the game. Yes. I'm going to have to buy NFL Sunday ticket to buy it because you know one of the the great parts about Oakland moving to Las Vegas. Is I get the situation where I get no national games of the week because the 49ers block out the NFC and the Raiders block out the AFC because they never, they don't like schedule a game opposite it. So I don't get the oh, national yeah. game. Oh, both, both ones are blocked off by the team. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to Buckley's. Oh. I'm going to watch half the game at Buckley's with the Packers. I'm going to watch half the game at any other bar yeah. in Seattle. The other the side half. of Buckley's? Yeah, literally. I will walk across the bar to the Seahawks side of Buckley's. Wow, Joe. That's exciting. I'm going to do it. That's exciting. All right. So, folks, 
If you're listening to this right now, this is actually exciting for you. It's going to be before Sunday. Totally. totally. You know the matchups. Weren't you know we're waiting for this game to happen? So, Superfan J, that horse show, which I guess already happened in the past. Hope congratulations on on finishing it, and congratulations on your sister's wedding. We hope both the horse show and the wedding went well. Send in feedback about these exact matchups. Absolutely, we want to hear it. Send in now. There's a little bit of time. Insult Rob as much as you want. You know, you know the Panthers' existence in the Final Four might be the only thing that unites Jeff and Jay. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be interesting. I I mean this is great matchups. I I'm I'm surprised by what I'm seeing here. I'm happy for the Falcons. I would say I'm probably pulling for the Falcons, Joe. I want to be as dispassionate about this as possible, but I ever since we did the Falcons episode which we did here yep. with the fuzzy colas, it's had a special place in your heart. It's had a special place. I'm surprised the Panthers made this hard, but I, I see the argument for why the Panthers, and I honestly think you going around in a Cam Newton jersey or whatever, like, it could fit with your personality. And then the Packers and the Seahawks just have such strong arguments. This is going to be, this is an unbelievable Final Four, Joe. Great Final Four. Took us a long time to get here, but well worth the journey. I can't believe, you know, when we came into this being in 100 degree heat, being that I can't get more than four consecutive hours of sleep with your screaming children around, <laughs> I was worried this final four would be tough to get through. That sometimes we wouldn't have gotten the information we wanted out of the Madden, out of the celebrities, out of the bars. But I feel we actually. It's good criteria. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I feel the matchups were good. I feel they were well considered. I really liked that Ice Cube op ed. I'm sad they didn't pass through, but I, I love that that got happened. This. The kismet of two teams actually matching up. I mean, the only thing that would have been better is if the Panthers and Falcons had had been playing. But that's, that's too much to ask. Too much to ask. That would have been... Would have been... <laughs> Diana. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been freaky, Joe. But this is it. This is exciting. Joe, one of these four teams is going to be your new NFL team. I'm looking at the list. It's amazing. This is cool. All right. So everybody, get in your feedback. I mean, Joe, do we want to put a poll up? Are we done with that? We know that the Secret Lounge will have the illegal content. And it's still it's still prescient. Because, yeah, the Falcons are still in it. So, Samuel L. Jackson, I mean, that could be, like, your anthem. What I would love to do is to know what the fans are rooting for. You put up two polls. Falcons versus Panthers. Oh. Seahawks versus Packers. But I won't tell don't you. tell me the results. I won't tell until you. Until after it's done. In Just fact, curious. in fact... Let's keep it double blind. I will put it up on the website, on the Secret Lounge, and I won't click view results either. Okay. I just want to know what people are rooting for. Not what they predict, what they're rooting for. Okay. What they're rooting for. So I'll put that up. I won't look at it. You won't look at it. Yeah. And then after we record it, so it's not going to be here. I'm going to be in my garage, which fortunately is not 110 (laughs) degrees. Oh, my God. There's not going to be screaming children coming from every direction, often coming in and interfering with, with the, the podcast. Recording. Yes. <laughs> and then we'll have some actual football to talk about. Yes. Actual games. I mean, Russell Wilson versus Aaron Rodgers. We'll see Cam Newton and we'll see how the Falcons. You know, this is a thing in the NFL, which is the losing team of the Super Bowl has a Super Bowl hangover. Right. And we'll see, can the Falcons sort of shed that? Because, you know, if the Falcons get off and, and lose in their first week matchup by, like, 40 points. But the other thing that will be interesting about watching the games is that it won't just be about what happens on the field. Because, I mean, it would be silly to say, oh, I really like this team. I might actually root for them for the rest of my life. But they had a shitty game, so they're out. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. It's going to be about what my emo- – I mean, like, okay, when you buy a house – you like visit the house, you look at the house, you like picture where your furniture would go, but then you also have to like take that minute to think about like what would it feel like to live here? Yeah. And you have to like picture your life in that house. Yeah. And it's the same here. Like I have to like like you know, these next two podcasts might actually be less interesting from a listener standpoint because they're not we're not talking about something that's quantifiable. Is Ice Cube better than Brooklyn Decker? Whatever. Um it's like so much of it's going to just be how I'm emotionally responding 
to these teams as I watch them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's and that's going to be so much a part of it. And you have to imagine yourself, picture yourself in the jersey with the right. gear. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're going to get the gear. For seeing the super fan of the various teams cheering on the sidelines. You know, when you see, if you become a Falcons fan, like, obviously, you already love Samuel L. Jackson. But if anybody says anything about Samuel L. Jackson, he's now... Hey, Fuck you, man. Yeah. That's my guy. Yeah. yeah. Brooklyn Decker, anybody, you're coming in. You're being like, she was amazing as hey, job Have applicant. you seen her in Chuck? Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Chris Pratt, I don't know. I'm not going to defend him. <laughs> Great Final Four. Yeah. All right. Joe? Dan, only two episodes left. We've done all we could do here. We've made such progress. We just have to say goodbye. It's been amazing. I'm not going to see you in person until... The next time I see you... I will have an NFL team. You're going to have the jersey of the team. Absolutely. Next time I see you, on Thanksgiving, perhaps, one of the teams will be playing. If not, certainly they'll be playing that weekend. Absolutely. Wow. All right. All right, we're going to make it happen. All right. Thanks, Dan. And thanks to everybody for listening this far. I hope you enjoyed it. Bye. Dun, 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 dun,